Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. The beard with eight to shoot off a high screen by Joel. He bounces to Embiid. Embiid with another 15-footer. This time it's on the money. Shot clock down to five. Maxi on a drive. Pulls up on Smart. Remy good. Tyrese Maxi 23. Brown into the lane. Brown goes up. Embiid blocked it. Maxi saves it. Joel with an incredible defensive play. The Sixers are going to win this game here in Boston. We still got to, you know, got to get one more win. That's all I'm thinking about right now. Highlights courtesy 95.5, the fan fanatic, fanatic in Philly. That was game five, the Philadelphia 76ers with a 115-103 win over the Boston Celtics. This is Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Courtney Cronin, Jordan Cornette sitting in for the guys as always, presented by Progressive Insurance. We've got two more Game 5s coming your way tonight. Series with identical 3-1 records. First, it is the Knicks holding on for dear life at home, trying to get their second win in series against the red-hot Miami Heat. And then, could it be the end of the Golden State Warriors dynasty? They take on the Los Angeles Lakers at home, 10 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. So, Jordan, I want to take – I need you to listen to something because we'll get into the Knicks and the Heat. I personally think that series is over, but we will dedicate time to that game because it's important. But the idea that the Golden State Warriors are on the cusp of seeing years of this current roster finally coming to an end, that to me is the bigger story here because everything – pans out for this team to be packing things up tonight. Stephen Curry has been a one-man show, and frankly, this Lakers team, a seven seed, has not been playing like a seven seed and might just be the favorite to win the NBA Finals this year. Now, there's an idea out there, though, that because they have a 3-1 series lead, that the Lakers might want to let their foot off the gas and actually give their starters some rest. We have a, a, ta- a segment on the show called They Said What? And I need you to hear something that Greeny said recently that just makes my head explode. They said what? what? I have to believe one and one is three. I, I can't, I can't uh, operate where one and one is two. They said what? what? We'll open it up to this late arriving uh, media crowd that uh, must have uh, enjoyed the weekend. We think you win all the time. I don't think it has anything to do with winning. I think it has to do with being on time. They say what? We're not going out there trying to have a science lab experiment. We're trying to go out there and, and win games. They said what? Okay, so Greeny was on Get Up yesterday and had this to say about what the Lakers should do in Game 5. Here's my suggestion. 
LeBron needs to just slip a nice comfy robe over that <laughs> pair of slippers and get set to watch Game 5 tomorrow night from the comfort of his oh. mansion uh, in, in, in uh, wherever it is in L.A. <laughs> that he right. lives because he shouldn't even go to San Francisco. I'm going to make this point again. The Lakers have no chance of winning Game 5 of the series. The Warriors are going to be playing for their dynasty at home with the crowd. They're going to win. Don't waste any of LeBron and AD's energy on this game. They say what? Okay, floor's yours. This is absurd. <laughs> this is absurd for a myriad of reasons because, first, it's the freaking playoffs. You don't play with your food, they say, in sport. When you have somebody down, you finish them off. You don't sit around and play with your food and give an opportunity. B, this is Steph Curry. This is one of the greatest players of all time. You don't want him to gain any sort of momentum to try and get on a run here and steal this thing. C, they've done it before in 2016. Yes, a long time ago, but down 3-1 Oklahoma City, they turned that thing around and went all the way. D, it's the playoffs. You don't do this in the playoffs. Uh, E, I'll keep going here. You win game five. So then you get your rest. This is LeBron James. You don't think he can go win at Golden State? This is one of the teams that's been the best in the playoffs. They're playing their best basketball right now. They've got a rhythm, a winning rhythm. You don't sit out a game and then lose that rhythm and then give a potential chance to the Warriors. Uh, F, did I say this was the playoffs still? <laughs> this is the playoffs. And I'll just reiterate finally, you win this game five, this series is over, you're resting, and you're watching the Suns and Nuggets go back and forth. You're gaining that rest there. I, I just can't believe a guy that's won as much as Greeny, a true winner in everything that he's done, presents a loser mentality like this. I'm stunned. I, I mean, was he drinking on the job this day? Do we need to get HR involved? <laughs> what is happening? This is this is one of the icons in our business with this ludicrous approach. Courtney, please take this away. The only thing I understand from Greeny's point is that the Warriors are seven-and-a-half-point home favorites against the Lakers in Game 5 after dropping Game 3 and Game 4. I think they're winning this game tonight. They lost by 30 in Game 3, and then the final minutes of Game 4, they were in absolute meltdown mode. So... I think that they fixed those issues because not only did they do they have two games of a sample size to learn from here, they're at home. They play much better at Chase Center. So I get from his perspective, he thinks that Golden State's winning tonight too. Does anybody and, remember where LeBron James won Game 7 versus the Warriors? Does anybody remember that when yes, he was with the Cavs? Yes. Do we remember where that happened at? I do. <laughs> it was a different arena, but I was there. So I absolutely remember yeah. what happened in Game 7 with his chase down block on Andre Iguodala. But to the point... Of the minutes. I think that's what Greeny's getting at. Because when he's talking about LeBron, put your comfy robe on, Anthony Davis, maybe he can get rest too. We actually had someone call in here on the CC call-in line uh, on on ESPN Radio yesterday to float the idea that Anthony Davis should be pulled from the lineup tonight to get him some rest. Why would you get off a winning horse when the guy just put two really good games together to shatter that notion of the alternate day player that he has been at points? But I think it's... I think it's funny. I don't think Greeny was actually being serious, but I do get the point that the Warriors do play better at home than they do on the road. This is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Courtney Cronin, Jordan Cornette, pleased to welcome in Kendrick Perkins, ESPN NBA analyst, joining us on the CC call-in line. And since we're talking Lakers-Warriors and the dynasty potentially ending tonight, Perk, how do, how do the Warriors prevent that from happening? Do we expect the Clay Thompson explosion to happen? We know he's due for one of those every playoff series, but how do you see the Warriors extending their luck tonight? Well, well, one, 
it, it has to come from the matchup of Draymond Green and Anthony Davis. And I and I said this before the series started. This series is gonna go the team that wins this series is gonna be between the battle and the matchup of A D and Draymond. And every game that the Lakers has won, A D has won the matchup. The one game that the Warriors won, Draymond Green won the matchup. So it's about Draymond. And it's not just about the individual matchup. It's about which individual out of those two are going to anchor that defense, their defense, uh, and be that, that heart and soul, that guy that's talking, communicating, playing with, 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 with force. And are we going to see the Draymond Green that's going to be buddy-buddy with Braun? Are we going to see the Draymond Green that's going to be clapping in people's face and yelling and playing with that tenacity? That's what we need to see. We're going to see the soft version. Uh, of Draymond, the, the Braun must love my brother, man, what's good, man, good to see you. Are we going to see a Draymond that's about their life? Okay, Perk, so you want that killer. <clears throat> I get that. I, I agree that could be a big part of this series, but I understand I'm talking to a champion. And, and I, I played in locker rooms. I've won games, but I never made it to the league, played a high level in college. But I understand a locker room, and, and at least to be to your level, a championship locker room, has to be a fortified group. Everybody has to be lockstep. They have to be all unified in the approach. And I'm not trying to be a drama king here. I'm not trying to be a drama king. But as I look at Draymond and you look at the situation that happened with him and Jordan Poole earlier in the season, and we've seen it pop up at times in, in in that sequence where he's walking off the court earlier in the postseason and he shrugs past Draymond Green. Steph Curry gets up into him. He talks to him. You look at Jordan Poole's numbers in this series. I mean, he's been a non-factor. Do you think any of this has to do with the fracture of Jordan Poole and the disenchantment with Draymond Green? And, and Draymond gets in his postgame on his podcast and talks about everybody's role returning and everybody will be amped up. He doesn't even mention Jordan Poole. I think this group is disconnected just as much as they're not producing. Well, to be honest with you, I think – I think it's, it's deeper than just Draymond Green and Jordan Poole. I think the team is fed up with Jordan Poole. And Kevin Garnett always used to say, "Always he always used to tell us, I always watch the young fellas to see how they're going to play after they get their bag, right? Mm-hmm. And, and we need to see, like, I, I didn't seen too many clips where now you can't tell Jordan Poole nothing. Now all of a sudden Jordan Poole feel like he should be taking the game winner. Like, uh, is, is it is it because he got the bag and he felt entitled? He played ten minutes, ten. ten minutes in game four. Steve Kerr was fed up with him. He snatched him, and I don't blame him. So it's it's to the point now where it's deeper than Draymond. And, and Jordan Poole, it's it's the organization with Jordan Poole. And I believe that they're going to be stuck with this problem because even if they try to trade them, I don't know too many people out there that's going to be willing to take on that contract along with that attitude. Kendrick Perkins, ESPN NBA analyst, joins us here on Canty and Carlin. Let's go back to last night and what happened with the Boston Celtics. And I'll start with what happened with Joel Embiid because Jordan and I were talking about this. you got to give the Philadelphia 76ers some props for how well they played coming off the overtime win in Game 4. 
What impressed you the most about Embiid? Was it the 33 points? Was it how he limited the transition looks for Boston? And, and certainly the four contested shots in transition stand out the most. Like, where do you stand on Joel Embiid and the version of him we got in Game 5? Well, well when it comes down to Joel Embiid, one, let me applaud him. Let me applaud him for even being on the floor right now because he's not even 100%. But it's it's the sprinting of the floor, it's the chase down blocks, seven foot two eighty with a strain what PCL, like it's his will and want to win, and it's way past him winning the MVP. Like he's on a bigger mission. And what I saw out of Joel and B is that I actually saw him defer a little bit last night. Like he wasn't searching and ball like searching and hunting for the ball to get the ball in his hands, he was actually letting the game come to him offensively. To me, he came into that game with a defensive mindset, and that ball just fouled him because he's that damn talented. But I can't sing enough praises for that man, the passion that he plays with, the the will of wanting to win and capitalize the moment, and his leadership. Like we 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 witnessed guys sit out in this postseason and previous postseason with far less like injuries. Worse, like wasn't dealing with this type of injury. And for him to be out there without a knee brace last night and doing it on the road and chase down blocks, imagine what he's going to be doing when he get back to Philly tomorrow. Burke, let's slip it to the other side. They're underperforming. They're a game away from elimination. Your Celtics. How much of this is on Coach Joe Mazzulla? Oh, a lot, oh, at least about 50%. Because if you look at their style of play, the Celtics have has become an offensive-minded team, right? And this this is their, their identity now. Live by the three, die by the three. The Celtics team that we saw last year was, was a top-two team defensively in the league. And now all of a sudden – they have lost their identity. And, and Perk, they were still a, a top-two team during the regular season. They were still a top-two team during the regular season. So what's happened? Well, well, it's because Joe Mazzula. Like, why are you not playing Robert Williams and Al Horford together? Why are you not worrying about the interior? How are you not making sure that Jalen Brown is getting the ball and taking, uh, taking more shots in crunch time than uh, Marcus Smart? How are, you, how are you not realizing in the moment to actually call timeouts when you're on the road in a game four and you have about 13 to 15 seconds with two timeouts left to your down one to give, your chance or, or give yourself a chance at multiple shots at the basket? Those are the mental breakdowns, along with his arrogant attitude when he comes into the postgame uh, interviews. Like, he has to do better. He has to put Jason Tatum in position to be successful. He cannot just rely on Jason Tatum to go out there and get his own, although we know he's capable of doing it. But you can't just sit on the sideline and be a statue. Missoula said it was the first bad game that the Boston Celtics had had in the postseason. History uh, would say that that was not exactly true. We saw it against the Atlanta Hawks in Game 5. We also saw what happened without Joel Embiid, and they allowed Philadelphia to score 119 points in Game 1. Kendrick Perkins, ESPN NBA analyst, joins Courtney Cronin and Jordan Cornette here on Canty and Carlin. 
Before we let you go, I wanted to ask you about the Suns and Nuggets series. Last night was the first time in a very long time that we saw Devin Booker look human. How did the Nuggets make that happen? Well, I think I think they got up into his ass space. I thought uh, Caldwell Pope did a great job from the jump of pressure in 94 feet, and I thought they got physical with him. They were the instigators, and uh, that's what you have to do. And I thought they also did a great job of loading up on them, making them see two people, and, and relying on him to make the extra pass. I mean, the Nuggets were flying around, and you could tell – by the way that they came out, that Michael Malone challenged them over the last, you know, 24, 48 hours for their physicality because they were so physical, not only with Devin Booker, but with Kevin Durant as well. Perk, appreciate the time as always. Thanks so much. All right, thanks for having me. That's ESPN NBA analyst Kendrick Perkins joining us here on Canty and Carlin. And as a reminder, the NBA playoffs are on ESPN Radio. Be sure to tune in tonight as the Warriors host the Lakers, presented by Indeed. Coverage beginning 9.30 p.m. Eastern time on most ESPN radio stations and on Sirius XM Channel 80. What does your gut tell you about that tonight, though, Jordan? About about which one? Warriors. Uh, With the Warriors? uh, (sighs) You could call me crazy. I think the Lakers are going to finish this thing off. I, I really do. I think that's why I was so up in arms with the comments from Greeny is I think there's a killer mentality uh, currently within a Lakers squad that, uh, and this has been said before, and it's proving true in this series. I don't know if I was on board early, but I am now. Lakers have more weapons. Who would have ever thought we'd say the Lakers have more weapons and options than the Warriors in this series? And that's why you know you're going to get it from LeBron. I now know that we've seen consecutive performances from AD. I believe you're going to get it with AD. But it's those other guys, those complementary pieces. I mean, it, Now that Lonnie Walker's involved himself, I mean, look at the options that they've had. It's been Rui, it's been Reeves, and now you get a guy like Lonnie. I just think this whole group understands who they are and that next-man-up mentality, and this is a group that's firing from all cylinders. And I think they go in there, seven-and-a-half-point dogs. Uh, give me Lakers' money line. I'm that high on what they're doing right now. Should the Lakers be the favorite to win it all? Denver has plus 300 odds right now. The outright odds for Los Angeles Lakers at plus 370. Should they be the favorite, though? I mean, the way that Jordan just set that up, look at the way this roster was constructed and reconstructed at the trade deadline. Now this is a team that is one game away from heading to the Western Conference Finals where they will await the winner of the Suns and Nuggets series. A lot at stake, though, and a lot at stake for the Golden State Warriors. If they lose tonight, does that signal the end of the Warriors dynasty? We're going to get into all of that and more here on Canty and Carlin. Courtney Crown and Jordan Cornette with you on this Wednesday afternoon, sitting in for the guys, headed out to the Bay Area next to tap in with an expert on the Golden State Warriors after Jordan has this word from Indeed. If your summer hiring program is heating up, then make the whole process more chill with Indeed. The powerful hiring platform makes it simple to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in one place. Just sponsor a post, get matched instantly with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed meet your job description. You can even schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from the Indeed website. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive 
eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Canty and Carlin, the podcast, the NBA playoffs. Long two is on the way, and it's good from Lonnie Walker. My goodness, Walker has been the best Laker in the biggest moments here in game four. It's the playoffs. It's a long series. You know, just be ready for when my number is called. Continuing coverage of the NBA playoffs. Highlights courtesy ESPN Radio. That was Dave Pash on the call in Game 4. Lakers and Warriors. Los Angeles looking to close things out tonight, but they're going to have to go up to the Bay Area in order to do so. This is Candy and Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Courtney Cronin, Jordan Cornett with you on this Wednesday afternoon. Pleased to welcome in Marcus Thompson. He covers the Warriors and a multitude of other things for the athletic Bay Area. And I'd like to think that history might be on the side of the Golden State Warriors, aside from the fact that we know they play better at home. They've also won 19 consecutive playoff series against West opponents. But do you see this dynasty ending tonight, Marcus? I mean, I don't, but I ain't see a lot of stuff happen this year that's happened. So <laughs> <laughs> who, who knows, right? Like, I, it's a tough call. If, if I was betting on it, which I don't really bet, I would think they'd win a home game uh, just because these dudes have been through so much. 
it, it's tough. And you know, the Lakers did look gas at the end of that game. LeBron was LeBron was was the happiest dude in the world. He was hugging on uh Lonnie Walker like that was his son. Like there, there was a bit of relief there. <laughs> but I can also see Bron saying, "Hey, Denver might win this series. We got a chance to get some rest. Let yes. me pull out one of my masterpieces real quick." Because he hasn't had a great series. He's had great moments. So if, if Brian go out and drop 40, like I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be surprised he's got it in him, but I wouldn't be surprised it happened. So, yeah, this is the most unpredictable Warriors season I've had in a long time. Yeah, Marcus, and it's funny you mentioned he hasn't had that master masterpiece game yet, but I feel like the long-term vision of LeBron where he always sees how he needs to get from point A to point B, and it's almost like he senses, hey, I've got the pieces around me, let me lean on them until I need to take over, which I'm sure he's thinking is later in this postseason. Um, but not to get too far down that path, I want to talk about a guy you've covered all season, and that's Jordan Poole. Uh, there could be comments made that or beliefs that, he got paid, so he's struggling now because he's not locked in like he was before. You could look at the issues he had with Draymond Green early on in the season, and we've seen those those sequences where it's like, oh, there's still some beef, clearly where those two aren't on the same page. Uh, throwing those out there, but what do you make of Jordan Poole being non-existent pretty much in this series? Uh, I think it's a bit of an exaggerated storyline, but, I, you know, I get it. The optics of it ain't great, but to me, it feels like what happens to young young players who are on their way up. Uh, you have bad series, the league figures you out. You got to make an adjustment. We've seen we've seen it happen. We watched Julius Randle go through it, right? Like this is what the dude is twenty three years old. He had a good season, a breakout season, and then the NBA said, "All right, we got a plan for but you." But Marcus, I would counter back. I would counter back to that though. Julius Randle was not in a position where a guy like Jordan Poole is. Jordan Poole can lean on Hall of Famers as long as he assumes his role and does it. Julius Randle had to be the guy for the franchise, and that's where those struggles came from. When you're watching some I don't of think it it's any Jordan different. Poole, I don't think it's any different. You it's don't. the same thing. The point is, they like the league is the league, man. Like You don't get to just come be a superstar, and the league don't got nothing to say about it. Like You will have your struggles. Steph Curry went through the exact same thing. He sat on the end of that court. When they lost to the Clippers, and he had to think about it. Clay Thompson was never always Clay Thompson. He had some horrible series. Like, like to me, it's not shocking that he's played terribly. Like, this is part of it. Like, this is part of what happens. The question is, how does he respond to it? Like, that, to me, will be the difference. Like, how does he get back up off the mat? Like, a 23-year-old player who had a one good year having struggles in a, in a postseason, to me, isn't stunning. To me, it's like, yeah, what you thought? <laughs> like, what you, what you thought? You thought it was going to be the same cakewalk it was? So, I don't think it's. I don't like, think it's thinking it's sweet. I just anyway. think. I just think it's how it's being approached. I, I think when you're the one saying, "No, no, this is my shot," or "No, I'm taking this within the confines," and you're seeing the guys around him visibly frustrated, I think it's one thing to say, "Hey, league's figured me out." I think it's another one to still go bull in that China shop trying to make things happen that aren't necessarily presenting themselves, kind of thing. I mean, I understand what you're saying. I'm just like, what, what, what would we expect Jordan Poole to do? Like, what do we want him to be different? Like, his role on this team is to go create buckets. That's why he's valuable. He's the only other dude who can create buckets. So you don't, you don't get to be Jordan Poole without thinking you, you can make those you, shots. You can take you. them. And the moment you take that from him, he won't be the same. The question is, is he, can he ever be ready for this? That's the unknown. Mm-hmm. But, like, this is why he's Jordan Poole. Last year – 
he when when Clay was out and he was like, "Yo, I got this." Steph missed a month and he go off the crazy like the same guy, the the like arrogant, super confident like that's the same guy who carried them when Steph was out when Clay wasn't coming back and. So now when, when they're back, you people want Jordan Poole to be different. Like, nah, he got to be that same way. It's the same with Draymond. Like, sometimes it's going to burn you, and sometimes it's going to help you win. Jordan Poole has a whole career ahead of him to figure it out, and he's in the doldrums right now. Like, he can't, he can't get anything going. His shot has betrayed him. He got to figure it out. And I, here's what I just watched Steph and Clay go through this. I watched them go through it. I watched them take terrible shots. I watched them look bad in playoffs. I've seen it, so it's not as jarring for me when you watch it happen, right? And it feels like Jordan Poole is on this same trajectory. I just don't know. I just don't think he's as good as those other guys, right? Like, he's not as good as Steph Curry to be able to, like, all right, I'm about to power through this, and now I'm a superstar. That, we just don't know what Jordan Poole's going to be at the end of this, but it's very natural because he was really good last year, and now people are ready for him. Well, the Warriors hope he'll be able to figure it out tonight after being held scoreless in 10 minutes in Game 4. Marcus Thompson, Bay Area, athletic Bay Area columnist, joining us here on Canty and Carlin. And I know Steve Kerr's had to toy with these lineups. First it was Kevon Looney, Jermichael Green in there, Gary Payton. Is Poole in this lineup tonight? I know disastrous defensive effort from him in this postseason, but it feels like they have no other choice but to try him in this thing. No, I do think they have other choices. And to me, that's where I feel like as as bad as Jordan Poole has been, like the reason it's so like visible and obvious is because the other guys aren't playing well, right? Klay Thompson had nine points. If Klay Thompson has 15 points, they win that game, right? If Andrew Wiggins makes two wide open threes from the corner, from the wing, they win that game. So the reason – what Jordan Poole is not bringing you is so glaring. It's because you're not getting a good series from Clay. He had one really good game in game two. And you're not getting, like, the Wiggins from the playoffs of last year. So, so I agree that Poole, like, he looks, he looks bad. And, like, all that is true. I just think he's third on the list. <laughs> you know what I'm I think you start with, all right, Steph, is Steph playing well? Like, he, he definitely needs to shoot it better, especially in L.A., but he's playing really well. Who's next on the list? Clay's next on the list, and then Wiggins is next on the list, and then Draymond's next on the list. If those dudes play how they should play, then what Jordan Poole gives you is bonus. But the reason is they aren't really playing that well. Like Clay, I mean, th- those are two of the like worst shots of the season Clay took with the game on the line. And at the end of the game, everybody talk about Jordan Poole. I'm like, hey, <laughs> what, what is that? Like these are champions. They they've lost two close games in the final possession, and they're champions. Like, they have to play better. And that, that's how I look at it. Like, you need more from Clay, You need more from Wiggins. You need Draymond. Like, when they win, that's who they're going to win and die by. It's the champions. It's the, it's the core, like, all-star Hall of Famers. To me, if Clay plays better, they win. If, if they don't, then, then you hope it's somebody else. Maybe Jordan Poole, maybe Dante DiVincenzo, maybe Gary Payton. You're hoping for somewhere else to – to get going, but the reason you need it is because Clay hasn't really been the Clay Thompson we know. Warriors in a 3-1 hole. They look to get a win at home tonight to keep this series alive, but real quick, Marcus, either way, whether they win, they lose, we're thinking about Draymond's future here. I know he can opt in, opt out of his contract. What do you think the future holds for him beyond this series? 
Courtney, man, you, you've been here, you know. Can you imagine this place without Draymond? No, I can't. I, mean, I, I, I don't all, think you can we, either. I, I guess we all eventually at some point have to, like, imagine a new world, but it, it would feel so weird. Draymond is so, like, central to this. My, I think they end up saying, let's run it back. Like, like in the end, they should be a really good team. They should be a title contender if they had one other piece who was working, who was clicking, they'd be fine. So in the end, I think Steph, Dre, and Clay go say, hey, man, give me one more piece and run it back. I don't know how you turn that down. I don't know how you turn that down. But, of course, if somebody offers him a max, he's out. I just I just have a hard time seeing it, Cordy. It's a hard time imagining life with no Draymond out here. It, 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 I don't think they pull the trigger. It's a hard time imagining the dynasty ending, and it very well could tonight if the Warriors end up losing. They're in a 3-1 hole. It wouldn't be the first time they come back from a 3-1 deficit. They did it in 2016. Those were It was a very differently <laughs> constructed team. They were on the road in that series as well to mount that comeback. We'll see if they're able to do it tonight. Marcus Thompson will be covering all of it for the Athletic Bay Area. You can follow him on Twitter at Thompson Scribe. Appreciate it as always. Thank you. All right, have a good one, people. As a reminder, you can hear coverage of Warriors against the Lakers tonight, the NBA playoffs on ESPN Radio. Warriors hosting the Lakers at home. Coverage beginning 9.30 p.m. Eastern time on most ESPN Radio stations and over on Sirius XM Channel 80. Speaking of the future, is tomorrow going to be Jalen Brown's final game as a member of the Celtics? That's next, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. It's time to talk about Jalen Brown's future. Is he going to be in Boston? regardless of what happens in this series between the Celtics and the 76ers, or might he be on the move 
this offseason. This is Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Courtney Cronin, Jordan Cornette with you, as always, presented by Progressive Insurance. So here are the nuts and bolts of Jalen Brown's contract situation. We'll explain in a minute why this is coming up, because he does have one year remaining on his contract. $28.5 million, all of that fully guaranteed. But because of some of the friction that has been felt in this series, and certainly the commitment that the Boston Celtics really haven't shown to Jalen Brown as recently as last summer when there were talks about them entertaining the idea of potentially moving Brown and also trying to find an upgrade, at least in the eyes of some, in a running mate for Jason Tatum, you can understand where the frustration might come from, from the Brown side of things. Jalen Brown recently said, Jordan, that he will stay where he's needed and treated correctly when asked about his future with the Boston Celtics. What do you make now, knowing that this team's in a 3-2 hole and they're their season may end tomorrow in the Eastern Conference semifinals. Does that <clears throat> pave the way for a conversation about a Jalen Brown trade to become more prominent if they end up bowing out? Oh, uh, it, that's exactly it, Courtney. And that's what's so funny about professional sports and, quite frankly, the NBA is this margin is so narrow. It could literally go one way or the other. Keep in mind, uh, this conversation was a very loud conversation leading up to last year, and they went on that run, came back in that second-round series against Milwaukee and ended up getting to the to the uh, the NBA Finals. And everybody was like, see, this works, uh, spitting in the face of those who questioned Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown playing together. They got to the finals. It was like, hey, this works. Let's run it back next year. Then the Ime Udoka scandal came about. Then they had to bring in Joe Mazzula, 34-year-old first-time coach. And, yeah, they still had finished second in the Eastern Conference, 57 wins, a career season in terms of numbers from Jalen Brown, and it all felt right. If they get bounced here, as you just presented, they don't make it past the Sixers. There's going to be a there's going to be a firestorm of knee jerk reaction. I do believe in Brad Stevens in that front office. He's a very cerebral guy. He won't be pushed by fans or media outcries uh, to make a move if he believes that's the guy. I do think they stay with him. But here's why I would move him. Because if they can't move past the Sixers here, and if your defense has been let down to this degree, that's one thing. But offensively, they become incredibly predictable. And that's where the problem lies. It's Tatum or Brown, truthfully, that can provide the buckets for this group. It's a two-headed monster, and the rest of them live and die by the three. That is a team that is proving, oh, you get hot, you can get to the finals. But if you don't, you can lose in the second round as a two-seed to the Philadelphia 76ers 4-2, not even getting into a Game 7. And if that's the case, then you have to look at where your struggles lie. You need a, a legitimate point guard who could play the position and be a true scoring threat, and then you need a big who can score and defend. And they've got a defender in Time Lord, but he's not a true threat scoring the ball. And we've talked about this, Courtney. That's where the league has kind of moved to. It still works to have a scoring big if he's a movable piece. And so the only way you can go get that is if you move a guy like Jalen Brown. It's not necessarily saying he doesn't work at all. It's just you need to rejigger the thing and approach it a different way. And a piece, a two-way guy like Jalen Brown is the way to best go do it. Okay, so he's eligible to receive the five-year, $290 million Supermax contract extension from the Celtics this offseason. But he's got to make one of three five-man All-NBA teams. So it's a full $100 million more than the four-year, $190 million contract that Boston could offer him if he doesn't make All-NBA. A lot of incentives tied to what he could potentially be earning. All of that doesn't matter. 
Answer this $290 million question for me, Jordan. Is he a one on this team, on another team, period? Is he a one? No, I I don't think he's a one. I think Jason Tatum's a one, and people would be like, people could say, well, for parts of the season, it felt like Jalen Brown was even better than Jason Tatum. I, I don't think Jalen Brown's a one. I think you put him in a place to be a high level two, uh, and it's not playing with a guy with a similar skill set as a Jason Tatum, but working him into a talented roster. I, like, look, I don't know how Dallas does it, but I think he'd be great there. Dallas, it likes to win with defense, got a little bit away from that, but provides a scoring punch for the wing alongside Doncic and Kyrie Irving. That thing really shines. Uh, I think if he's that two, that, that second player, along with two other massive talents, it works. And there's a lot of places and landing spots for him that, that could happen. And we'll see if it ends up if this becomes more clear as of tomorrow, if the Boston Celtics are able to stay alive in this series against the Philadelphia 76ers, or if they bow out just shy of making the Eastern Conference Finals. Straight ahead, is it NBA Finals or bust for Doc Rivers to keep his job in Philadelphia? We'll tap in with Chris Canty coming up next here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin Podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.